I know a lot about golf. It's time for those weekend golf guys. Well, we're waiting. On SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Here's John Ashton and Jeff Smith. And it is time for us, those weekend golf guys, John Ashton and Jeff Smith, neither of whom are here at the moment. No, sorry, can't find them. They're on vacation and will be for the next two Sundays. In the interim, how about we just visit the best that we can find of those weekend golf guys? Coming up, uh, some of the things that we have done from a few years ago. Going back, we, uh, we talked with a golf comedian. It didn't start out that way, but that's what his act kind of turned into. And, and he found out that nobody but golfers thought golf humor was funny. So now he just goes to country clubs and golf venues. Sometimes you can catch him sitting on the first or second tee just trying to make people laugh. His name is T.P. Mulrooney, and we have a conversation with him. We also ran across a couple of years ago uh, an ex-disc jockey, washed up, although washed up and ex-disc jockey kind of like mean the same thing, who is now a singer-songwriter in the, uh, the country vein. He's also a, uh, a failed golfer, and he wrote a song called It's Golf which is pretty funny. We're going to have some uh, parts of that that you can listen to, too. And then a movie, a golf movie, that stars one of the icons of golf movies everywhere. No, not Bill Murray, but Christopher McDonald, who's also known as Shooter McGavin. Yeah, that's Christopher McDonald. And he teamed up with a few other people, and uh, they did a movie called The Squeeze, which was a movie about a gambler who convinces a very, very good college-age golfer who won his city championship by 15 strokes that rather than going for his dream, which is to compete in and maybe win the U.S. Open, that he just come along and scam other golfers for money with this professional gambler. His name is Riverboat, played by Christopher McDonald. Gillian Murray plays the, the girlfriend and the moral one of the entire movie. And you might remember her from Never Back Down or Wild Things 4 or Visible Scars. This is her one non-horror movie. We talked to Jillian Murray coming up a little bit later in the show, too. We call it this for a reason. We call it, very accurately, the best that we could find of those weekend golf guys. Be right back and kick it off with our conversation with T.P. Mulrooney, golf comedian, when we come right back. Hang with us. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golfguys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us. And you want to make us real happy, just go there and interact with us. Facebook.com slash golfguys. I don't have a whole lot of free time. I don't have a whole lot of time to sit around thinking about things I could do that would be really cool. I really envy the guys who have the time to do that. Like I said, I just don't have time to think about it, don't have time to research it, don't have time to even know what it's about. That is up until I came upon Bespoke Post, B-E-S-P-O-K-E Post. They got a box of awesome that they're sending to me every month now. Go to boxofawesome.com and check it out. Cool stuff. But the really cool thing was a couple of cocktail glasses. These cocktail glasses were like weebles. They don't sit flat. They move. That's the best thing to do for whiskey is to put it in a glass like that. So suddenly I am very cool. So you want to be able to uh, be cool through no work of your own and take the credit for it. You need to check out boxofawesome.com. Enter the code weekend at checkout and you're going to get 20% off your first order. Boxofawesome.com, code weekend. Boxofawesome.com, code weekend. Get 20% off your first box. Bespoke post. Themed boxes for guys that give a damn. 
is the best that we could find of those weekend golf guys. John and Jeff both being on vacation. This is uh, from 2016, program we did back in the, the winter of that year with a golf comedian. His name is T.P. Mulrooney. And on the phone, live and direct from Chicago, Illinois, we have T.P. Mulrooney, golf comedian. Or, or are you just a comedian who talks about golf? How do, how do you want to pigeonhole uh, yourself, T.P.? Oh, well, uh, I, I sort of fell into this golf comedy thing. I never expected to do that, but I'm glad I did because it's something I, something I really like. And I remember I was playing a club in Cleveland, a big club there called Hilarities, and uh, the guy came up to me afterwards, and an audience member said, Hey, man, what do you like, the golf comic? So what are you talking about? He said, you talked a lot about golf. And the club owner happened to be standing there at the time, and he said, I said, did I really talk that much about golf? And the club owner gave me one of those glares and said, yes. <laughs> like, he wasn't happy. He wasn't happy. And, and I said, well, really? How much did I do? And he played back my tape, and I did, out of a 50-minute set, I did 12 minutes of golf. He said, that's too much. He says, you're only like one out of ten people is a golfer, so you either have to just knock out that golf stuff or go find golf audiences. Well, I didn't like his tone. So I <laughs> So just to spite him, I went out and found golf audiences. Of course I starved for about two and a half years. Uh but then I started finding golf audiences, so that's what I do now. You do special uh, charitable things, you're at golf tournaments, you perform for PGA audiences. I mean you're like all over the place, man. Yeah. I do. I do a lot of country clubs too, just because that's where the golfers are, and you know they can they can assemble and they've got a room and a microphone, so <laughs> it's really easy. It's really easy. Isn't it great to be in this hey, business, that's man? That's all I require. That's all you need: a room and a microphone and a couple warm bodies, maybe to sit out front and pretend to listen in. That's, your, that's optional, though. <laughs> you know, it, it, the great thing about me doing golf is that when I was uh, just doing regular comedy in comedy clubs, which I you know I did for like twenty years, it was the, the thing that all comics struggle for is to find. Some sort of connection to your audience. You know, if you're in Cleveland, you want to talk about something Cleveland. If you're in Atlanta, you want to talk about something Atlanta or is this something that everybody can attach themselves to. Well, see, that's the great thing about what I do. It. I know there's a lot of golfers out there, and the reason they come because I'm billed as the golf comic. Mm-hmm. So they know what they're getting into when they get there. So I have something in common with the crowd as soon as, I, as, soon as they get there. So it makes my job a lot easier. It's yeah. a lot more fun. One of, one of our uh, main pet peeves, also, is one of your best bits that that they sent is the the articles in the golf magazines not being written for us, but for really good golfers. <laughs> That's just it. I was so happy to see that you guys are are the, uh, the 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 radio voice for the average guy. Yeah, because all the stuff for the pro golfers they don't they don't apply to us. No, you know I hear them talking about. You know, they say, well, you know, this game is all, it's a 99% mental. No, no, no. It, it is after you've got the superior talent like those guys. Yeah. Then it becomes 99% mental. But for us, it's just trying to hit the ball. <laughs> just, trying to, try, just trying to stay in front of that ball. That's hard enough for me. I always say, people say, oh, you, you want to go play Pebble Beach? No, I don't need to go play Pebble Beach. <laughs> you know, any, the, the local golf course is plenty challenging for me. A ball that's sitting there on the ground, perfect and perfectly level, it's still hard enough for me. Yeah. I'm a 29 handicap. I don't, I don't need to challenge a Pebble Beach with all their swirling winds and their difficult, <laughs> uh, difficult lives. So. <laughs> well, the one, you, here's one you see all the time. You see how to increase your drive by 10 yards. They, they have to do that at least one every other month. Yeah. Well, guys, I, I've been getting those magazines for 20 years now. And if yeah. those articles worked, I have a drive of just under 2,700 yards. <laughs> 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 but I don't. 
I'm exactly. still circling somewhere around 185, 190. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're just not reading them carefully enough, DP. I don't understand that. It, it, it could be. I just... Maybe I just need to back up a little. Yeah, it's the same thing with insurance. If I just change my insurance every month, I'd get it for nothing. Because every insurance, auto insurance company is going to save me 20 bucks. You know, just keep changing and you'll get it down to absolutely where they start paying you, man. It's great. Right. That has to be an infinite point, right? Yeah, if you keep exactly. saving 50% every time you get it, you, after a while, you have to be paid just about next to nothing. You're right. That's right. Yeah, what a great idea that is. Get paid to have that. Uh, I like your math, John. That's good stuff. Yeah, thank you. Now, now TP, do, do you play often or? Or do you talk about it more than you play? Well, you know, unfortunately, guys, I, 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 these days I, I talk about it more than I play. When I was really struggling and I had all the time in the world, I got to play a lot. Yeah. But now, you know, I go to play great course. I go to Pinehurst and I get to look at the course on the way in. I don't go to my show. And because I got another show the next night, I get to say goodbye to Pinehurst on the way out. <laughs> so I get tantalized yeah. by some of the greatest courses in the world, but I rarely get to play them. Two-night gig. So that way you get to hang out and play during the day and do a show the night before, play during the day, do another show, and then get out of town. And make play in that course. I want you to be my agent. I want you as my agent. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Yeah, TP, it does make sense. My agent seems to be getting me in Florida one night and in California another night. I want to get him on that. That's the most important thing for me. That is the most important thing for my agent. I don't think he quite understands. However, improving your game substantially, I would think, would be detrimental to your act, man. There's nothing funny about a six handicap. You're right. You know, a lot of people can't believe it when I tell them I'm a 29 handicap, but I really really am. The thing about it, too, like with golf pros, I love golf pros, too. I love golf pros because they're much better than the magazines because they actually try to help you and your individual game. But all golf pros all look at the same thing, and they say, you know, geez, you, you got a nice swing. Just, I think there's a lot of guys like me. I do have a nice swing. Mm-hmm. But just put that ball in front of it and something goes awry. <laughs> that is the hardest part about golf is that there's white there, ball. As you guys know, there's a lot more to it than just having a nice swing. Like, I, I, you're going to have a golf psychologist on, right? Yes. Yeah, yep. we do. Gary Sales. Right yeah, in me. I can help you, bro. Let me ask you this. Does, does, this, ever, does this happen to you? Now, this, this is the honest kind of truth. I'm not trying to be funny here. What the first my first golf experience was when I was a kid. I saw Jack Nicholas play, and I I went into my father's bag and I stole his nine iron and I went in our backyard and I started just hitting these plastic wiffle balls. Well, I hit the ground just like Jack Nicholas did, and I took a divot. Well, my father came out, saw me doing this, and said, "What the hell are you doing to my yard?" And I was digging up the yard, and he just couldn't stand it. And to this day, I'm 57 years old. All I can think about is not being able to dig up that yard. So now <laughs> I cannot take a divot. I cannot get my club into the ground. <laughs> if you could tee the ball, if you could tee the ball up on on every shot, I do think I'd be about a 12 handicap. <laughs> but you can't do that. Childhood trauma rears its ugly head, man. I hate that. It does. It does. You know how they all say it all goes back to your childhood. Well, it does, guys. I, I'm afraid it all goes back to your childhood. Okay, Gary, fix them, man. You know, another problem I had was I played football yeah. when I was in high school. You know, in football, they tell you, you know, try as hard as you can. Use all your muscles on every play. Yeah. Try, 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 try. Then you start playing golf. They say, GP, you need to relax. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy to relax. Especially when that ball is just looking at you. Oh, man. Hey, reprogramming, man. That's, that's it. Reprogramming. Change your yeah, thinking, bro. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's why... You know, I, my game got a lot better when I started buying recycled balls. <laughs> you know, <and> I, <laughs> uh, when, when I was hitting those expensive balls that were $4 a piece 
out of bounds, that's when I they got really pressured. When I started playing Dunlop, I got a lot better. <laughs> it is that severe. I, I, know, I think I would be the great voice for Dunlop balls. I, I don't think Dunlop has one, but I, I, I'd like to be the spokesman for Dunlop balls. Maybe the cheapest balls you have. Yeah. You know, try, let me let me try a couple of uh, slogans out on you guys. Dunlop balls for guys who just aren't good enough to play Titleist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, trade <laughs> trademark get quick. IT people, Rooney. And, and man, we're we're running out of time here. But before we leave, um, you, as you mentioned, you're a 29 handicapper, and and you've got a great bit on equating the handicap system in golf. We're going to play that bit before uh, we get right. out of here for today. But we appreciate you being with us, and uh, good luck. And hopefully, you'll show up someplace uh, close in the Midwest here. We can uh, we can all go out and and catch your act live and in person. TP Mulroney, appreciate it. any anytime, John Jr. Jeff, it was a pleasure, guys. Thank you. You're quite welcome, right. man. Take it easy. We'll Take talk care. to you again. JP Mulroney, golf comedian, and here is his bit on golf handicap system. Here's all it is. A golf handicap is nothing but an illusionary device designed to give even the worst golfer the feeling of competitiveness. <laughs> For instance, if hunting were a handicap sport, the 29 handicap would be the guy shooting at a deer that's tied to a tree. <laughs> With the deer looking more bored than scared. Jeez, I'll go deaf before he shoots me. When we come back with a lot more of the best we could find of those weekend golf guys, we've got an interview with a former radio guy who is now a singer-songwriter, which means we're going to have some great music and some very bad jokes. John Chafee, when we come right back. Everybody's got a box. You got a box of razors they'll send you every month. I got a box of this they'll send you every month. I got a box of that they'll send you every month. But only Bespoke Post has a box of awesome that they will send you every month. And that is not hyperbole. You go to boxofawesome.com. They will ask you a few questions. They will get a feel for who you are, what you're into. Every month, they will send you an email saying, hey, we got this box for you, and in it will be X, Y, and Z. It'll cost less than 50 bucks, but guaranteed to be worth over 70 if you're not feeling it, just say, I'm not really into this stuff, guys. Uh, I'll pass. Catch me next month. It's that easy. Boxofawesome.com. You want this stuff, trust me. It's stuff you never even think that you should have, but when you see it, you go, oh, wow. I've always wanted this. I just never knew it. It's a box of coolness. It's a box of awesome. Every month. Boxofawesome.com. Use the code WEEKEND. Get 20% off your first box. John Ashton, and thanks for sticking with us here on the best that we could find of those weekend golf guys. While uh, Jeff Smith and, and I are both at uh, opposite ends of the country enjoying vacation, playing some golf, just taking it easy, friends and family, we want to uh, regale you with some of the uh, the finer, more entertaining moments that we have experienced over the past few years. And uh, we got a phone call from a guy who said, hey, I'm a former radio guy. And we said, well, that's too bad. Nice to see that you actually went out and got yourself a real job. And then he told us he was a songwriter. So, oh, it's not a real job. His name was John Chafee. We talked to him for a while. We said, hey, this dude's pretty funny. And we listened to his song and said, yeah, well, it's a country tune. And, uh, you know, we're not, not into that. <laughs> so let's talk. And we did. And here it is. John Chafee with those Weekend Golf Guys. 
But here we are now. You're, you're um, you know, a recovering radio guy. But it's not bad enough that that you spend your entire career in radio. You get out of radio and you go to songwriting. Man, you were just tumbling down into the depths of depravity, John. You know, there's an old John Lee Hooker song called Boogie Chillin'. And in the middle of the song, John says, One night I was laying down. I heard Papa talking to Mama. I heard Papa tell Mama, Let that boy boogie woogie. It's in him. And it's got to come out. <laughs> and see, and so that's what, I, whenever I start thinking, why am I doing this? I, well, it was in me. It had to come out. That's it. I got a boogie. Are you yeah. related to Roger Chaffee, the astronaut? I don't believe I am. Come on. I you got to claim it. Okay, I am. <laughs> there you go. And he make- was one of the most famous astronauts ever. Yeah. Yes, he was. But he doesn't yeah. play golf, so he we was- don't care. <laughs> what we're doing now is we're talking to golf John. Show, not an astronaut. Chaffee. Show. Who is so not only a songwriter, but a golfer, and has written Somebody, a song about golf. There. We got it back on once track. In a, once in a while, you could say that at times I'm a little spacey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's that radio sense of humor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, what we're going to do is, can, can you give us permission? We don't have to pay any royalties or anything if we play like a minute of the song, do we? Absolutely not. It used to be a farm. It used to have a horse. But now it's something else. My favorite golf course. Right there by that creek. We used to throw a line. But now it's called a hazard. I'm in from time to time. I hit a ball. I watch it fly. Not where I I was doing great out on the range. Now my clubs are racking all strength. It's gone. It's a day out in the sun, or the rain, or wind, or cold. It's gone. Another game, another course, another funny story. That was fun. It's golf. I, I can't it. wait to hear the whole thing. Well, you can do that. Just go to iTunes. You can you can download it. Put it on my iThing. Put it on your iThing. From iTunes. Yeah, that's my it. iThing from iTunes. That's for right. your iSongs. You know, it's bad enough. <laughs> it's very good. Bad, bad enough when you've got some some song going through your head. Producer Mark does this to me all the time. He'll say something that triggers a song in my head. And, John, you can relate to this. Being radio guys, everything anybody says triggers a song in your head. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. And, and it just keeps going through my head for the whole 18 holes. And I'm going, oh, you know, this one is a new song. It's not going to really bother you because you haven't heard it 157,000 times. John, why did you write this thing, man? Well, somebody said to me, John, you write songs. You play golf. Why don't you write a song about golf? That makes perfect sense. I like that. Yeah. So I thought, okay, um, what would I say? And then there's a place that I've played now and then, a really nice family-owned place in Walhalla, South Carolina. It's called Falcon's Lair. It looks like, when you walk on there, it looks like it used to be a farm. It's got the rolling hills and the creeks running through it and everything. I thought, well, it used to be a farm. Now it's a golf course. I need a word to rhyme with course. Whole horse. Okay? <laughs> it, it used to be a farm. It used to have a horse. I just started writing, and then I started 
thinking about this game of golf, which is so frustrating because it is so inconsistent. Yesterday, I go out and I birdie the number one handicap hole and proceed to triple bogey the next one. (laughs) That's that's the game. Heartbreaking, (laughs) isn't it? That's right. (laughs) I try to think of all the things that uh, can frustrate you on the course and the fun that it is. And uh, what it all boils down to really is it's uh, it's a few hours you get to spend with your friends. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of fun, and that's I mean that's all embodied in the song. One other thing I want to point out: one one gentleman once told me when I was really young, and uh, young in the game. I've never been really young. Yes, Tara, don't look at me like that. And <laughs> and I was having a very frustrating day, and I just kind of threw my club back in the bag and, and mumbled to myself, "Man, I love this game." being a tad sarcastic and this this older gentleman that i was playing with looked and he said son you have to keep in mind the same people invented golf and called it a game that invented bagpipes and called it music (laughs) 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 that just encapsulates the whole thing right there so now you you've written songs about other things you got a christmas song that's still being played in the playlists of of uh you know adult contemporary radio stations you know those guys that start playing christmas music around halloween and and go from there that was uh recorded in um let me say ann cochran right and ann cochran i met ann cochran a couple years ago and she sang that song she was touring with jim brickman yes she does it she does a holiday tour with him every year yeah yeah, yeah, and and heard that song, and of course the proceeds to that one, uh, uh, someone well, uh, is some, someone is someone missing at Christmas, right? Right, and right. Uh, they uh, proceeds I'll go to the Ovarian Cancer National Alliance, but uh, nice. Yeah, Ann was very nice, and Jim Brickman, yes. of course, he's he's a piece of work, very talented, and it's it's, it's got to be cool to have those people performing one of your songs, man. I mean, that's just yes. Ooh. They were high school pals in uh, in Cleveland, and they yeah. Uh, he he started out trying to get his songs played by writing jingles for radio stations, and she would sing, and that just yeah. kept went on and on. And uh, she did a great job on the song. I I had a demo cut of it, and and she said, "Oh yeah, just change the key. I'd love to do it." Yeah. So Very that's cool. what we did. So now this song, it's golf. It, it's available through iTunes and Amazon, and and your typical. Let's go here and download some music stuff. But uh, any anybody, some you got to find someone to adopt it as an anthem, man. Maybe we should do that. That would be wonderful. You know, this is funny because I sent this song to about 60 golf pros. I sent it to the PGA, the LPGA, the golf magazines. I sent it everywhere. Not one. And I wrote a little note, you know, who I was and what I was trying to do, just have a little fun with it mm-hmm. for the regular, everyday golfer. Yep. And not a single word. And then I sent it. I thought, oh, well, what the heck. I'll send it to Faraday. And I sent it out there. And a month later, I opened my email on my phone and there's an address I don't know and I opened up and the man answered me. Mm-hmm. Wow. And he told me he loved the song. He said, if you could see all the crap that comes across my desk every morning, this was a refreshing change and I've given it to my producer. I thought, man, what a nice guy. He hasn't mm-hmm. got a second in the world. And, and and so I don't know, nothing has happened with that yet, but he was nice enough to answer and then along come you guys and you're nice enough to answer and that, that really makes me feel good. So because Faraday's producer is busy, we get to debut it nationally. You heard it first here. <laughs> yes. about that? Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Yes, All right. Oh, another right. feather in those weekend golf guys' cap. <laughs> we always say that, John. We always say, you heard it here first on those weekend golf guys. So really, we have the same sense of humor as David Faraday? Is that what's going on here? Yeah. Well, I think it ours, sounds like it. I think ours is better. 
<laughs> My sense of humor is better. His stories are weirder, though. They are, and he <laughs> delivers them with an accent that we can't quite mimic. But you know what the hell? He's <laughs> Irish. Or yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, well, he's American now. He's officially an American. He just he's an American that talks funny. That's all. All right. He's American. So okay. how how often do you get out to play now, John? To play? Yeah. Um, Golf, not music. A couple a couple times a week, maybe not go. every week. Not every week, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Any any big? I mean, Cleveland used to be a hotbed of of rock and roll back in the uh, late sixties, early seventies with the with Agora Ballroom, wasn't it? Oh in yeah. yeah, yeah. And and yeah. Uh, and you were, I mean, you were with with WMMS, which anybody who's ever listened to adult oriented radio, AOR radio, knows that that you know the buzzard was whew, the big big radio station in the Midwest for uh, for playing rock songs and stuff like that. You ever use golf to uh, increase your connections in the music biz? Uh, you know what? I tried, I sent it to a friend of mine in Nashville, uh, who publishes a daily, uh, news blog, Country Air Check. And he said, John, that's a good song. But if it isn't about drinking, trucks, dirt roads, or hot chicks, you're not getting it on country, you're not getting it on country radio. That's right. That's, that's right. I was drunk the night my mother got out of prison. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. a, that's a, that's a, that's the greatest opening line of any song, David Allen Cole. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You know, call me darling, darling, Mister Mister John Chaffee. We appreciate it, man. We're going to have to get you back on again. It's been fun. I know t- talking to you again, and it's just old radio guys, man. I mean, we can go on forever. Yeah. You ever you ever want to have yeah. a great night out? What you do is you invite a couple old radio guys out for a couple of drinks. And I tell All you, right. you will be entertained forever. Just keep keep the beer flowing, and you'll you'll be laughing. That means he wants you to invite him out for no, a couple just, of drinks because he's an old radio guy. No, John, John and I'd be more than happy to come and entertain you anytime you want to buy. Next, that's right, that's next, what I'm next saying. Time, next time I'll sing <laughs> your song to you, John. Picture on the table. <laughs> All right, John Chaffee, it's golf, and then you can come back because we have a movie. A golf movie. No, it's not a Caddyshack. It was called The Squeeze. You remember that? It was out not too long ago, a couple years ago. Well, the female lead from that movie, her name is Jillian Murray. She was great. Always nice to have, you know, like a beautiful Hollywood actress on the other end of the line when you talk. And uh, the movie wasn't too shabby either. Again, it's called The Squeeze. And we talked to Jillian, the female lead in the movie. And we will get that conversation on as soon as we come back with the next segment of the best that we could find of those weekend golf guys. You want to see how great a golf instructor Jeff Smith really is? It's very easy. $5golfclub.com. The number $5golfclub.com. Last Friday was my birthday, and I celebrated accordingly. Drinks and dinner with some friends Friday night, and then uh, golf on Saturday morning. Spent a little too much time in the bar Friday night. Uh, I was not really anxious to get up and go play golf. In fact, I'd say golf was the last thing I wanted to do, but no, getting out of bed was the last thing I wanted to do. I was hurting bad. But I have found a remedy for hangovers. It's called Blowfish, and I swear by it. This is the only hangover remedy that is recognized as effective by the FDA. You take it in the morning. You drop two tablets in water, and you drink when the fizzing stops. And if you don't feel better in 15 minutes or so, they'll give you your money back. And with the discount you get for listening to us, it's a buck a hangover. One dollar. No brainer. Because they're offering our listeners 20% off at 4hangovers.com 
slash weekend. That's 20% off your first order of Blowfish at 4hangovers.com slash weekend. 4hangovers.com slash weekend. And welcome back to the best that we can find of those really golf guys. I'm John And if you were going to cast a golf movie, you would probably run out. The top of your list would be an actor named Christopher McDonald. Name doesn't ring a bell? Uh, how about the character he's most famous for? Shooter McGavin. Yeah, that Christopher McDonald. Okay. Well, that's what happened when they came to actually try to um, cast the actors for the movie, the golf movie, The Squeeze. They went to Christopher McDonald. They cast him as, as the gambler, the devil, if you will, the bad guy. Goes by the name of Riverboat. And then they had uh, a, a character named Augie who's a really good uh, high school age, maybe a little older college age kid who wins a city championship by 15 strokes. And Riverboat thinks that, hey, we'll just get this kid and it'll be easy money because he looks more like a caddy than he does a golfer. And we'll just go around town. And we'll just win money from people left and right all, all across the country. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good movie. But one of the things they did when they cast the movie is they looked for actors who could really play golf. No stunt doubles here, buddy. No, sir. Uh, in fact, the uh, the producer-director took, uh, as you will hear with our interview with uh, Jillian Murray, took the actors out to Bel Air Country Club in Los Angeles, and they played golf. And that was one of the ways to audition for this movie, was how well do you play golf? The name of the movie is The Squeeze. Lots of great actors, a lot of faces you will recognize. Michael Norrie, Christopher McDonald, and the lovely and talented Jillian Murray, with whom we have a conversation right now. And welcome back, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton, Tara Bassett, Jeff Smith, not at the golf cave at Otter Creek, but down at Hilton Head in the, uh, what is it, the uh, the Morlock Challenge? Warlock Challenge? It's some challenge. The, the, the Morcott Challenge. Morcott, yes. that is it. I got to say one thing. This is the important stuff, though. And, and starting on uh, April 17th, there is going to be a brand new golf movie. What is it? We've talked about it. It's called The Squeeze. And it is written, directed, produced by a guy who's really won Emmys. He's he's been involved in a whole lot of golf television broadcasts and things. And this is finally, it's about time for a new golf movie. And I've seen it, and it's a great golf movie. And we have Jillian Murray with us right now on the line, who is the female lead. How are you? I'm wonderful. So you got to see the movie? Yes, Yes, I did. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, they sent me one of those preview copies and, you know, made me promise I wouldn't show it to anybody else. And Yeah, the screeners. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Except he showed it to us. He showed it to us. <laughs> well, you know, they brought popcorn. I couldn't turn them away. So, you know, that's how it works there. But but first off, I want to say, you know, welcome to um, to our cult because golf, <laughs> golfers are very cultish and you have a golf movie and you're in a golf movie and you're like going to be remembered for that among golfers forever. No matter what oh, you do well, from great. this. Oh, that's yes. great. I, I like the golf community, so that's it, perfect. That's it. That is it. Now, this, this movie is, is pretty cool. Now, I love the way they, they put, you, put you here. You, are, you play Natalie, the longtime mm-hmm. girlfriend, sassy, smart, and take no prisoners. Wow. <laughs> that's a great description of her. I'm going to steal that. Yes. Yeah, that's so, it's so accurate, yeah. Yeah. But uh, basic crux, without giving away an ending or anything, the, the plot line is here that your boyfriend, Augie, who's the, the lead character, uh, very, very good golfer, wants to play in the U.S. Open, wants to hit the PGA Tour, but is waylaid by a professional gambler who promises us a lot of money, and that kind of ticks you off. Ouch. 
Right. Yeah, she comes from a, a really good upbringing, uh, and, you know, her morals, she stands by everything, and money isn't really the most important thing in her life. And, yeah, but uh, Augie's character, played by Jeremy Sumter, I mean, he's like a brilliant golfer. He is. He so. plays to a plus one, and that's that's one of the great stories about this movie, is, is that uh, uh, the producer wouldn't hire anybody that they had to hire a, and, uh, a stand-in for to do the golf a double, right, right. So they made sure that the, and he had, what, five that he was auditioning, and he took them out to Bel Air Country Club to play golf with them. Wow. And um, Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that story, because I came on, obviously, after, because he was the most important character to be, you know, right. have a perfect golfer and an actor that really suited the role. But, yeah, he really is a brilliant golfer. Yeah, he has a plus one handicap. And, and you know, really I would good. I would yeah. hesitate to say that he's the most important character in the entire film because you're the one who's promoting the film on those weekend golf guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's because he's out playing yeah. golf. <laughs> if I could only play as good as he can. <laughs> you know, you know, Jillian, one of the things I, I've discovered when I was watching the movie is this movie doesn't have any huge name actors in it, but it has all of you who have huge faces. <laughs> Every time you see one of you, you go, oh, oh, she's from, or he's from, you know, it's it's one of those. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a line in, in the acting world where uh, you, you get to a place where it's you're recognizable, but they always say to you, what do I know you from? Yeah. <laughs> and then, then you get past that cross where they go, oh, you're from blah, blah, blah. Right. And, you know, it's kind of good at the place you're at because... You can't get stuck in that typecast world because if you're from Twilight, you're oh. always the girl from Twilight. Right. You know? See, see <laughs> yeah. Jillian, that happens to John and me on a microcosmic scale. You know, we, we meet someone, they say, where do I know you from? And we kind of smile and they say, I know you checked me out at Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> you're my yeah. bank lady. Yeah. Or they hear my voice and they go, That's didn't it. you used to be John Ashton? Oh, that kills yeah. me. Or I listened to you when I was a kid. Yeah. I really love that one. That's fun. But, I mean, you, you've got, like, Michael Norrie in the movie. Oh, I love him. Oh, he's, you know what? He's one of the most remarkable human beings. He's like magical. He really is special. Is it intimidating? Not at for, all. For no, because he's so he's so cool. Like this, the first day we hung out, uh, he grabbed my number and we started texting back and forth about like just joke pictures. And he's a really cool, young at heart, just yeah. good guy. And for people who are, are saying, okay, I know that name. Who is that? If if you're a TV fan, it was Ziva's dad in NCIS. If you're an old movie fan, he was in Flashdance. With Jennifer Beals, that's yeah, right. so there you go. Flashdance is his, his uh, claim to fame, though, right? He, he's he's known for his taste in beautiful, dark-haired women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is probably why he got your number the first day you were there. Exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but then another one of your co-stars, though, this is his second golf movie. So this guy, uh, Christopher McDonald. Christopher, is, Yeah, yes. he is going to be typecast because he was Shooter McGavin in Happy Gilmore. But he has a lot of Shooter McGavin. Gavin like um, isms that he he brings to it. Still. Oh, he does. Like, so it feels like he's still the same character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that that is the the vibe I got from him watching. It. I go, oh, it took a while to dawn on me exactly why I knew him. Oh, really? Yeah, I went, oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, because I've been in radio and rock and roll for a long time, so you know, there's many brain cells missing, Jillian. So it takes me <laughs> takes me a while to process stuff. All right, so nice to have a fun office. I would love to be there more often. Yeah, it's very fun. <laughs> We we have a lot of fun. If, if you know, and that's the thing about golf too. Now, did you get hooked just being around it? Did you get hooked at all, or um, say I got to go you, learn how to play this game or something? Well, I did have to play. I had to learn for three months at Bel Air Country Club in uh -huh. um, sweet in like Brentwood, Brentwood Bel Air yeah. area, yeah. in L A. Um, 
you know, it's the thing that's addictive about it is not necessarily the the sport, but the atmosphere that comes with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Getting to go into nature and being like, we don't have a lot of grass in L.A. It's a lot of traffic. (laughs) So when I have an opportunity to be somewhere with trees and stuff, I really take it. Um, So I can understand the appeal because you get to get out and and, and relax and really, and the social aspect of it, I think, is really, really special. But I'm not as great of a golfer as I'd like to be. I mean, also, I've only learned, you know, for this movie. There's a secret, Jillian. No one is. Hmm. No, yeah. I've seen them. No, I've worked with them. <laughs> yeah. The guys in the movie are freaking great. Oh, yeah, but they want to be better. Uh, so they want to is... be better, but they're so good. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, come on. <laughs> I don't like how the women have to start at different places. I'm like, I already have, I'm already like trying to lose. You know what I mean? Jillian, have you... I'm have destined you... to not be as good. Yeah. Have you run across any old movie stars at Bel Air Country Club? Um, guess who I played golf with the first time I played golf on that course? Who? John Williams, the composer. You are Ooh. kidding me. Oh, I would have been going I ape. I would have been singing well, all of his music all over the place. And it would have been the last well, time I, you Harry. were invited to play golf with him. <laughs> <laughs> Terry was with me, and he goes, do you know who that is? And I looked, and I, you don't recognize him by his face, because obviously he's in the music world, and right. it's not really. Uh, he goes, that's John Williams. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. And then as we're walking through the actual country club, and he would point out people, and I was like, my goodness, cannot believe how many people went there. Well, you always recognize him from the Academy Awards when he's conducting the orchestra, and you because, just yeah, he has one of those like Santa Claus looks. <laughs> yes, he does. He does look like Santa Claus. Well, listen, Jillian, if if you want to actually get to the point where you can surprise all of your uh, compatriots in the Hollywood business and spend a couple of weeks out here in uh, in the mid mid south Midwest with us, and uh, Jeff Smith will hook you up, teach you all you need to know about golf. Banding, <laughs> I'll be happy to take care of that. And you can visit our Happy Fun office. You can. Oh, I would love that. You, you can. Come, very come much. for the Kentucky Derby. Oh yeah. Yeah. How fun would that be? I've been invited to that so many years in a row. Why don't you come? Finding, well, because of filming. We'll put I it, know. I'm putting it out in the universe, so you never know. I might be shooting there sometime. And there you go. I'll get lucky enough. And we'll make you a, a honorary golf guy, and we'll have you come out and. And work with us. I can look like I'm a professional golfer. That's sure, right. We'll have sure our people call your people, and we'll make the arrangements. But you know what? When they lay eyes on you, they're not going to care if you're a professional golfer. <laughs> no, no. Oh, you're sweet. <laughs> no one will know where that ball went. Not at all. <laughs> Jill- that's the other thing I like about golf is you get to wear a really cute outfit. That's usually the first thing most women say about golf is, oh, I have to go shopping. Yes, let's play. So, yes. <laughs> uh, Jillian Murray, the uh, female lead in The Squeeze, which starts uh, everywhere April 17th, and it's going to be available both in theaters and, uh, and pay-per-view and, and download sites and stuff like that simultaneously. And we've right? seen it, so go get it. Go get it. It's a g- great movie. Great movie. And you've done good, kid. Thanks, Jillian. Maybe you, Thanks, should think, you should think about doing this for a living, Jillian. Okay? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> right. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, All guys. Right. Bye-bye. It's Jillian Murray. It's really nice to talk to somebody like that. Talk to movie stars on our show. Yes, about playing That's golf. That's pretty cool. And it's, it's a great golf movie, and you guys yeah. should really check it out. It's called The Squeeze, and it opens up on April 17th. Everywhere. Everywhere. So, all in all, let's recap. What have we done today? Well, we've talked about the big stick. We've talked about practice and making it fun with, uh, what's the name of uh, Matt Matt's Luck. book? Yeah. 101 stealthy ways to improve your golf game it's called golf's missing links that's it and the fun part of practice probably the operative word there in the missing links and then of course uh john chaffee with it's golf the song 
and the lovely and talented Gillian Murray from the movie The Squeeze. All in all, I think we've had quite uh, quite the full hour. What do you think, man? It's been a good day. All right. I'll tell you day. what. You know, now that I think about it, we never did call Jillian uh, back and invite her to come out and play golf. We never followed up on that. I wonder if she remembers now if we did. I think we made such a big impression that she, 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 no, you're right. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that at all. Oh, man. Uh, next week, also, we are going to still be on vacation. Yeah, we, we're very, uh, very generous with ourselves. We gave ourselves two weeks. And to uh, to kind of rest, relax, and get back into the groove, uh, we're going to have some reminiscent, reminis- some remembrancing, <laughs> some remembrances. Um, we're going to be talking with some of the best golf instructors over and above or below and side between some of the best golf instructors other than Jeff Smith. One of them's named David Ledbetter, and he will be joining us uh, in a repeat performance. Next week, when we come back with more of the best that we can find of those weekend golf guys. But do a request that you hang out with us right now for just a little bit. We've got some more time together, and uh, we, we really hope that you would spend it with us. Tell you what you need to do, though, is go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com because you can check out if, if any of the stuff that you haven't heard on the radio as of yet appeals to and you say, hey, these guys, you know, they got some good stuff. You can always go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com and just check out the entire backlog of all the programs we've done because uh, many of them are extremely entertaining. Plus, you're going to learn something because Jeff Smith often goes off on a tangent uh, teaching. He just can't help himself. And he'll let you know what it is you're doing wrong and teach you how to do it right. So um, you're going to play better golf. You're going to have a better time. And you're going to have some good stories to regale your golf buddies with, too, if you just go through and listen some more to those weekend golf guys. Hang out with us. We will be right back with the more of the best we could find of those weekend golf guys. Have you ever shopped around for a financial advisor? I've been doing that. And when I was looking for a financial advisor, I noticed that all of their websites kind of say the same thing. Fiduciary, fee only. So uh, I got confused, and I'm sure if you've been shopping, you're confused too. So let me introduce you to Halpern Financial. It is who I found and who I highly recommend for you. Imagine you had someone you could trust to help you figure out how you can juggle all your various financial goals and decisions. You know, you got to make sure that you're meeting your needs for the future, but you got enough for now too, you know? Halpern Financial is a fiduciary, which means you can trust your best interests come first with them. And you can coordinate your entire financial life. Halpern offers portfolio management and objective financial consulting, which helps you navigate the path to wealth in a very cost-efficient and tax-efficient way. Yes, tax-efficient, that is it. They're fee-only. The only compensation Halpern Financial receives comes from client fees. They don't make commissions off selling you products that may or may not help you. All right. That is the big thing. And they also have bulk pricing because of institutional access. They are independent. They are not associated with any bank or broker or insurance company. So they have freedom to select any investment vehicle that they think will best fit you. That's what you need. A fiduciary fee-only independent advisor that offers a combination of online tools and personal connection to help all of their clients, especially you, systematically achieve your goals. But you know, the best part about this whole thing is the transparency. You wouldn't hire any other professional without understanding what it is that you're going to get in exchange for the cost. Why should financial advice be any different? It isn't. Halpern Financial. 
Find out how close you are to achieving your financial goals at this point in time at halpernfinancial.com slash weekend. There's a calculator there that'll help you figure out where you are as opposed to where you want to be. halpernfinancial.com slash weekend. If you're in sales, you know that people buy things from people they know, they like, and they trust. It can take forever to build that kind of a relationship unless you use golf. Business golf is the quickest way to build trust with your clients and potential customers. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. Go there now and check it out. And we are back for a few moments yet. And I just have to say thanks for making it all the way to the end. Yes, we're getting to the end. A few moments left together. And as Jeff would say, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> you you need to follow us. You can do that in various and sundry locations around the internet. Thoseweekendgolfguys.com would be one good place to go to start. And when you get there, especially if any of this stuff is intrigued, pique your interest, say, wait a minute, I haven't heard these things on the radio before. Maybe I should go and listen to some of the stuff they did before I was actually able to hear them. And you can do that by going to thoseweekendgolfguys.com. And then when you say, wow, this is some pretty good stuff, I wonder what they are into, and I wonder how else I could follow them. And it's very easy. You go to Facebook.com slash golfguys. There we will be. And you can like the page. You can follow us there. One of the benefits of following us there means you will be alerted each and every time that Jeff Smith goes to do a Live from the Golf Cave training video on Facebook Live. And we also basically uh, ask you, the followers and the listeners and the folks who have a problem they want fixed, to get through to us on Facebook and just say, hey, Jeff, on your next one, could you help me with, insert your problem here? And he will probably do that. Take them in order in which they come in. He also has some uh, very good videos that are very helpful available for you at uh, $5golfclub.com. You can check that out. And you also want to be aware of the semi-regular newsletter that comes from us. We call it the Drinking and Driving Digest. Uh, just for play on words, not that we're big on drinking. Well, okay, so we are big on drinking, but most most definitely bigger on driving and not doing it together. And we're talking about driving of golf balls. You know, it's the whole double entendre thing. You got it. We appreciate it. Just sign up for that. You can do so at any page on thoseweekendgolfguys.com. So that's about it. We do appreciate you making it all the way to the end of this edition of the best that we could find of Those Weekend Golf Guys. And as we always do, we will just encourage you to pick up the clubs, get on out there, and play some golf. Golf. 